podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yeah, oh man, that's... I belong, I belong to you. I belong, I belong to you. Hey guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of the Andy Campbell Championship Show. This is episode number one, two, three, and uh, we're going to be talking championship football tonight. The show is available live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Ace Podcast Nation, of course, you're home to many other great shows and series featuring top guests, expert analysts, and more. So please do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the bell for notifications so you get a little text every time. We upload a new show, we go live or upload some new content. And of course, <coughs> excuse me, um, you can also follow us on social media. If you want to keep it purely football, you can uh, follow the at AC Footy Show on all social media platforms. And if you prefer your podcasts in audio versions, you can get them all, all the series, whichever ones, at uh, your favourite radio or podcast platform including Amazon, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and many others. Just search Ace Podcast Nation, and there is nearly 400 shows on there. I think we're up to, I think this is episode number 398, I think, off the top of my head. But uh, just as we wait for the various platforms to fill up, the latecomers to join, a big thank you as ever to Black Diamond Sports for all their support around uh, the show and the channel. Appreciated massively. Black Diamond Sports, as you know, is a global sports agency representing sports stars from around the world. For more information, you can visit their social media pages and, of course, their website, the links to which are in the description below and in the closing credits at the end of the show. Today's sponsor, as usual, the sponsor of the Andy Campbell Shows, is Bespoke Financial. And Darren Ralston of Bespoke Financial is giving away a free will worth £140 with any new policy which is taken out. So please check him out, give him a call, and don't miss out on what is an incredible offer. He's looked after Mr Campbell for years, including with critical illness, injury cover. They are truly top of their field. They provide award-winning service. We are proud to partner with such a brand, and we thank them for sponsoring the show. And with no further delay... I introduce the co-host with the most, 
the goal collector, the fox in the box, still the QPR dream killer, Davy Jones' favourite son, ex-Cardiff City, a Middlesbrough striker, Mr Andy Campbell, welcome my friend, how are you? Good evening, yeah, uh, evening everybody, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm alright, I'm glad it's Friday, I'll be honest, um, probably the best day of the week, I'm looking forward to the weekend of football, uh, I've got, well listen, doesn't get much bigger than tomorrow. The way that the league's panning out, the way that um, the games are coming thick and fast. Not many games left as well, um, and obviously the um, the little um, little game tomorrow at five thirty between. Um, is there a game City tomorrow? Or City. No, so um, listen, you know what I mean. It's it's must win for everybody now. There's no there's no hairs or graces. There's no there's no point talking about performances. It's a it's a results business now, and and that's what we need to start doing. Everybody, you know what I mean. I, and I'd probably put everybody in the. In the top twelve, still got an, an opportunity to get get promoted. Still, so it's um it's an exciting league. Yes, indeed. I got a couple of questions about that a bit later on. But what it comes down to, as you rightly say, mate, is points on the board. Now, doesn't matter how you play, just that you get no. those points. A uh, few few teams having a stutter, a few teams on fire. It's going to be an interesting day. It's going to be an interesting uh, weekend, and it's also going to be an interesting running to that final watch-along show that we do on the last day of the season. It's going to be a cracker, mate. I'm really looking forward to getting into it, having a little chat, as we do on this Friday night. You know it's Friday when that when that intro music plays, yeah. my friend. And, uh, gets me excited. It's it's like the... Um it's like the Champions League music. It's you know I mean gets you yeah. going. It puts your hairs on your neck, and it's uh, yeah you know it's uh, you know it's a weekend. It's a weekend tune. Yes, indeedy, mate. So to uh, so start us off, just before we go into the championship, what we're going to do is um, we're going to do tell me why. Two little subject stroke questions for you to get sixty seconds to have a little little talk about. But uh, an interesting one. Rob Boyle straight away there says Cardiff to win Wales Grand Slam. Happy days. But there'll be no celebrations in the pubs because the pubs are still closed. Mm. But yeah, it is yeah. what it is. Maybe there's. I know we're going to talk street, about. Um, I know we're going to talk about the game later on. But it's, um, you know what I mean. It, the, the, the bigger picture is that 46 league game season. And, you know what I mean. Where would Cardiff be now if they hadn't changed the manager? You know, there's a lot, there's, a, there's variations mm. of things. Where would they be if they changed the manager earlier? You know, these kind of. Conversations and statements. It's uh, yeah. it's been a it's been a funny all season for 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 many a reason for many teams. So Cardiff City no different. Yeah, I um I said at the time after the Wickham game, I felt that that was when Harris should have gone, which was I think of three games earlier. Israel is Mick McCarthy has saved the season from a from a Cardiff point of view, just in terms of being able to watch it without either being worried about relegation and even if Cardiff don't make the playoffs. At least the second half of the season has been fairly enjoyable, which it wasn't up until then. And, um, of course, we'll be previewing the Cardiff-Swansea game at the end of the show. Once we go through all the different uh, yeah. the championship games and stuff, we'll have a proper preview of the Cardiff and uh, Swansea game to finish us off. But um, the first, let's get to tell me why, my friend. Okay, mate, so I've got two subjects to, to, to talk about, ask about. Um, I'm going to give you a choice of you can have the broad one first or you can have the more specific one first. Um, let's have the specific one first. Okay, okay. 
Okay. <laughs> listen, just 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 to, just so the viewers are hundred percent sure. I've not got a clue what's coming. Oh no, no, you do not. Uh, okay, so uh, Celtic manager Celtic uh, have announced that they will not give Rangers a guard of honour in Sunday's Old Firm match. What do you think of this? And uh, your time starts now. I can see from both sides, but I do think it's bang out of order. Um, I think Rangers have won the league, uh, deservedly so. Um, beat beat the teams in front of them. Um, won the league, obviously, uh, at a canter by a, a number of points already. You know, we saw like about a bit of a disastrous season. And I think out of respect from the players, because for me, it's about players. And if the players wanted to do it, um, the players would do it, you know what I mean? Because there's no fans there, and I can fully understand it if they didn't want to do it when fans were there because it could get them irate and things. But with no fans being there, I think it's a, it would be a perfect opportunity to bring football together a little bit because I think the distance between fans, players, um, clubs, um, religions, because that's, that's where a lot of Celtic and Rangers um, fans are religiously, um, that they're miles away, miles apart. And I think this would bring potentially bring them a little bit closer and the hatred not, not be able to carry on. I, I do think it should happen. Um, it would happen for Man United, Liverpool, for example. You know what I mean? People give Liverpool it last year, so for me, I think it should happen for, and that's your time, for Rangers. So, um, i got a couple of, uh, a couple of things. Um, the year United and Arsenal had that massive falling out with Van Nistelrooy and uh, Keown and etc., uh, they gave, I think it was Arsenal gave United the guard of honour and yeah. vice versa over the years when they were in the peak of their yeah. hatred of each other. I know this, you haven't got the religious side of it, but Liverpool, Man United have given it to Liverpool before, Liverpool have given it to Man United before, Chelsea have given it, Arsenal have given it, uh, oh no, Spurs have given it to Arsenal, I think. And there's been numerous examples over the years of people falling out but because it's the right thing to do they do it to me it does feel like sour grapes like Rangers haven't won the league for so long like Gerrard deserves that uh, as his first trophy to walk to lead his team out and, uh, and to have a guard of honour I think it's poor i got to be honest I think it's really poor um, it's just a respect sign for me wanted- it's, it's, it's a respect issue you know what I mean if Neil Lennon was there I think Neil Lennon would demand it of his players because I think Neil Lennon does things the right way. You know what I mean? He's he's been a winner. Um, he understands what it is to win a league. He understands what it is to not win leagues as players. Um, you know what I mean? As well as a as a, as, a, as a manager. And I just think it just like you said there, the word sour grapes. It just comes to mind straight away. And I, I don't think we can be yeah. like that. You know what I mean? You've got to celebrate success. And um, because if Celtic win the league back next year, then they can't expect it back. You know what I mean? But people are bigger so, than bigger than that. So John Kennedy um, said uh, it's not about lacking class, it's nothing like that because we're a club who will show class and dignity and do what's right. Uh, He cited Rangers' refusal refusal to give uh, Celtic a guard of honour in 2019. Look, so tip for tat now. Is that is that what we're yeah, going? Yeah, it's kind of childish, isn't it? That's and like, exactly that's that's the way we're going down. But, but sadly, and Celtic have won the league, made it every year for like yeah. forever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It does feel like kick throwing your toys out the pram a little bit because yeah. you haven't won the league for the first time in ten years. Yeah. But we're talking about we're talking about two huge football clubs who 
you know what I mean, respect each other, they have battles on the pitch, off the pitch, and you know what I mean, for me it's a, it's a little give back to the other team and say, do you know what, you beat it this time, we'll, we'll be back next year, and you know what I mean, as a player, I'd be stood in that guard of honour thinking, I'm going to win this game, because yeah. I'm not letting, I'm yeah. not letting this happen, whereas, whereas now, it doesn't matter if you don't win the game because you're not doing the guard no. of honour, in a way, I think the guard of honour is an yeah. important start of a game for me. Yeah, Stevie Dollar deserves deserves it. It's his first trophy. Not many people thought that he was gonna uh, take Rangers to the league title so quickly. I don't think. I think they thought it would probably take a couple more years before you know Rangers were back at the top. It's just coincided that Celtic have not been very good this year as well as as Rangers have been. As you know, Rangers have been very good. Um, I just I, I find it in bad taste. I would be disappointed. I would be disappointed. As much as I don't want to give Swansea a guard of honour, if Swansea won the league and we were playing them the next game, I would expect those players to suck it up. And famously, Fergie told those young... If you remember, there were some young players who were a bit... Uh, didn't want to give Man City a guard of honour. It's just yeah. come to my mind now. And he told them that you go out there, you give them the guard of honour, and you remember how bad it feels... Yeah to give those players that yeah. guard of honour and you make sure yeah. it doesn't happen next season. That's no, why you do it. Side, there's, no, there's no worse feeling than standing on the pitch and seeing other team get rewarded for something. If that's um, a playoff final, playoff semi-final as a loser um, and seeing other teams celebrate. But you remember it. You remember it and use it as a positive and a positive to turn things around for next season. And you use it as motivation. And you know what I mean for me it's giving Celtic an excuse next season to do badly or to not win the league again because um, I, I don't like Kennedy's comments I think it's um, I think it's poor I think it's, it reflects badly on him because if he wanted to do it he would demand his players to do it or say on, on an interview I think we should do it even if the club says no yeah like to me if it's good enough for Fergie against Man City of all people then good enough for everyone else no, as far as I'm concerned it's got, it should happen it's, um, Gaz just asked a question which I want to just quickly address um, yeah he did he said did, did Sai just call Gerard Stevie Dollar yes I did would you like me to explain why or not should we just leave it to the imagination I can explain why very quickly um, Steven Gerrard would be a Chelsea legend he wanted to leave Liverpool and it does rub me up the wrong way a little bit that people worship him don't get me wrong legend of the game but the fact is, he'd be a Chelsea player. He would be a Chel- He would have been a Chelsea player for the last ten years of his career if Liverpool hadn't broke the bank and offered double whatever. It is what it is the way football is. But it just does rub me up the wrong way a little bit. So I do refer to him as Stevie Dollar sometimes. But there we go. This what it is. Great player. Now could looks like he's uh, going to go on to be a good manager as well. Mm. Can't fault him. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, Chelsea legend. Right, next one, mate. Nice and broad. 60 seconds will start in just a second. Let's restart the timer. Uh, European football this week, mate. Tell us about the home nations clubs and how they did. Who was in, who was out, who was good, who was bad. In 60 seconds, should be nice and easy for you. Off the top of your head. Time starts now. Um, Man United, excellent. Watched it yesterday against Milan. Uh, I thought the professional performance, I thought the substitution, Paul Pogba's goal was absolutely fantastic. Well, Henderson was in goal, was amazing. Um, I caught the end of the Spurs game. 
Um, I don't think they were bad. I just think they were beaten no. by a very good side with with with, with three excellent goals by uh, by the same player. Um, Arsenal got very lucky. Um, I believe losing at home to a, a poor Greece side, in my opinion. Um, Champions League, Man City, awesome. Thought they were absolutely excellent. Uh, uh, De Bruyne's goal was absolutely out of this world um, to get them on the get them on the um, on the road to, um, to 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 start off with. Um, Chelsea, oh, I thought they were brilliant um, defensively, uh, and some of the goals they scored were were fantastic as well. I'm not sure I'm missing anyone else. Have I missed another team? I don't think I have. Um, one thing I will want to say is um, uh, I, I had it on the tip of my tongue then as well. Um, Did you mention Rangers? Oh, Rangers, yeah. Two men sent off yesterday. Awful. Uh, the second one with the studs, the studs, up, the studs on his face was brutal. Um, yeah, one thing I did want to I did want to mention was um, uh, was was Man City game. I didn't understand why they played in Hungary for both the home game and the away game. Does anybody know the answer to that? Um, so they played. I, I read. I read about this. And I they played. They played in Hungary for for the Germany away game, and then they played the home game in the same ground. Yeah, so they would. Um, I think United I played a game in a different place as well. Um, yeah, they did when they played the Austrian team. In the last team. round, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I just didn't get it. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. Leslie says uh, Stephen Gerrard's not a good manager. I could be in charge, as in me could be in charge of Rangers and Andy be in charge of Celtic and one of you guys would win the league yeah but in fairness like I'm a very good man manager and Andy's proven as a manager so yeah listen to address it is a little to address to to address that point though yes Rangers or Celtic would win the league but only one of us would win and that's the point you know what I mean so why haven't why haven't Celtic won the league this year Celtic have won this 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 year Les because Stevie G, but Stevie G is a better manager than Neil Lennon. That's the and fact. also, the other thing is, is Celtic have got on paper should have the better squads because they've had more money because they've been playing Champions League football Champions League every football. year for for the last ten years. Whereas Rangers have had to come up through the lower league. There's yep. a lot of things which are in Celtic's favour, and ultimately Celtic have just not been good enough this year. And you could blame Neil Lennon, you could blame the players, you could blame COVID, whatever you want to do. But fact is. When it comes to COVID, it's the same for all the teams. Yeah. And like, how many times have we talked about Celtic squad breaking the COVID regulations? Mm. So, at least twice. Yeah. So maybe yeah, it's totally a agree. lack of discipline. I don't know. Yeah, totally um, agree. Uh, Riverside Riverside says there that they weren't allowed to travel to the UK, so that might that might um, yeah, it could be that yeah. that might be a point. Yeah. So, but then yeah, I suppose then they're going to different countries. Liverpool did it as well when they played um, RB Leipzig. So it might be a German thing. Maybe the German teams can't come to the UK. Might be travel restrictions from their government. Yeah, Maybe. from their governments. And like yeah. a lot of um, a lot of other governments around Europe are a bit more. Oh, Garant's, Garant's just confirmed. I think there we go. So due to travel yeah, restrictions sure. between Germany and the UK, there we go. Thank you. Geraint always he's always yeah. full of knowledge. Knowledgeable, knowledge, knowledgeable. Is, I, like, I like that. I like med. that. Not football, um, just just general knowledge. So a couple of things from last night's games. Um, Paul Pogba's goal I thought was really underrated. He gets a lot of stick and I thought he came on and changed the game for him. Not just his goal, I thought he yeah, was... Did, yeah. uh, so that's going to be a big lift for them as a team. I thought the way he gave the keeper the eyes was beautiful. Oh, I put it on Twitter and, and, and do you know what? Like Watching it, I thought he was going to cross the first ball and then when he didn't... I still thought he was going to cross it all late, all late, late inside. Yeah, because... or he was going to get, he was going to run out of time and get sort yeah. of closed out. Yeah. And he just, he was impressive, mate. Um, yeah. 
Jose Mourinho still doesn't like losing. No, I've got a, I have got a, I have got to say about Henderson's save though from, uh, from Ibrahimovic header. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. You know what I mean? Because he hasn't played a lot of football this season. Every time he plays, there's pressure on him because he's got a, a world class goalkeeper behind him. But he, he pulled off an unbelievable point blank save to. Um, Basically, they put them through because it would have gone all the way probably to extra time and penalties. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you about Spurs and, and um, Mourinho. Th- it's a bad look, mate, the way he yeah. blames the players and singles oh. individuals, mate. I hated yeah. it when he did it to Luke Shaw. I thought mm. it was really, it seemed like really personal, like making comments about his weight and I don't know, I, like, I didn't like it. And he's doing it again now, which normally when he gets to this point, when he's singling out players for losses six months later he's gone mm. and I, but, uh, he's but gone d- early for Spurs haven't he but define, oh by the way sorry mate the, um, no time Zlatan 39 years old mate oh, still no. doing no, it no. In, the, in the Europe back to Spurs or define define blaming players or because I watched the last 15 minutes of extra time and how Spurs didn't score you know what I mean they had open yeah. goals they had the goalkeepers blocks on the line so you know what I mean you they couldn't have. They couldn't have done any more than, than, than win that yeah. game. You know what I mean? The, the, some of the goals that, that 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 lad scored for, for Zagreb were absolutely phenomenal. The first one when he bent in at the top corner. The second one, yes, you can crash from defending. But there, there were three three really really good goals. So you know what I mean? Sometimes you've got to give the opposition credit. You know what I mean? They, they had nothing yeah. to lose. They, they got the they got the tails up by by a by a world class strike and and then they got level. Sometimes you've got to take stock, but an away goal would have would have put them through. So sometimes you're just mm. going to give credit where credit's due. Riverside said he thinks Mourinho will be gone after the cup final if if they excuse me if they lose to City which you know is the way City are playing there's a good chance of that but then Mourinho has and then you got know a what knack. Mourinho's like though he's got a knack of winning for cup finals mate yeah. he's got a knack of winning it, it won't be a it won't be a pretty cup final I don't believe I think he'll he'll park the bus he'll break away and you know what Jose like he could win and, and make us look stupid yeah phenomenal point by the fisherman welcome back to the fisherman but also uh, he's back again. And uh, he says Ronald Reagan was in the White House the last time anyone apart from Celtic or Rangers won that league. So who was, who was that? Was that Aberdeen? that can't be good? I would have thought so. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to have a Google. But um, who was Aberdeen? Aberdeen won it. Did Aberdeen win it when Fergie was there? Yes, they did. Eighty-one was the year I was born. I believe they won it. Um, but also Aberdeen are probably the the team which have come closest since as well. I would say. Um, Oh, the, there was the, one year when the, the where Hearts went close, I think. Um, yeah, it's, it is what it is. It's, we all know. You know, I feel like we've done that subject to death. Like the Jeez, Gab, Scottish Gab's, League. Gab's, con- Gab's, Gab's confirmed my uh, my football knowledge is is right up there. Um, not Celtic Rangers. Yeah, I would imagine it's Aberdeen. Nah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it is what it is, really, mate. Aberdeen, nineteen eighty five. 85, was it? Yes. It was only a baby. Like you say, it was right. It was only six. Who um, do you think would be a good replacement for Mourinho at Spurs? The German manager, maybe? I'm not a massive fan of him, Uh, but he does does do... You know, he's done well for Germany, you'd have to say. Frank Lampard? Did he... Did he impress enough at Spurs that Daniel Levy would pay him the money he wants? I don't think the fans would like it because he hasn't got a good relationship with the uh, with the Tottenham fans. Um, but it depends. It depends what kind of route you're going to go downside for me. You know what I mean? Do they want a Stevie G? 
does he want to does he want to try it in the Premier League? Is he going to wait for the Liverpool job? He did say actually um, in an interview recently that he would doesn't see himself going to Liverpool after Klopp because he would like to go to a different Premier League club first. So it's uh, it'd be fascinating. You got Eddie Howe, German manager. You got Rafa Benitez. Um, it depends what what, yeah. what route they want to go. Neil, Neil Harris is obviously out of a job. John Sheridan. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, John Sheridan for me, I think he's due. A, he's due a move. Yeah, he hasn't had one for he's a couple a of movie. months. So. He hasn't had one for a week. Moment, I'd like. To, I would like to see a young manager get it, as opposed to a Rafa Benitez or a. Yeah, me. I'm available. Um, yeah. Neil Campbell and Campbell duo. Not on a Monday though. Yeah, that's when your brother can take over. <laughs> he can step in. Um. But yeah, I, I like Allegri. Uh, Reese says there. He says he's surprised Allegri hasn't had a job in the UK. He was very close to coming into United when they signed uh, Van Gaal. Um, it was like a straight choice between the two of them, and I think United made the wrong choice. Karanka to Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, well, to be honest, Brendan, um, Brendan Rodgers. That could on be a shot. time. Uh, Although, well, yeah, it, would you? It, it, would, it, would, would you want to swap no pressure and expansive football at Leicester for high pressure at Leicester, at Spurs? I think that you know what I mean. For me, the remit is just so different. He likes young players. He likes playing with young players, though, doesn't he? And when you look at Spurs, the one thing they've got is some really talented young footballers. Although some of them are not so young now, but like even yeah, like the likes of Deli Deli Ali, do you know what I mean? They're com- they're still in the peak of their career. Like I'd, you get I'd the right manager in there, Spurs could compete if they had the right manager and a couple of signings. I don't think he would. I don't think he would leave personally. I don't think he would swap no, a, a like for like club at the minute. No, it'd be interesting though because I don't see Mourinho staying there too long. Um, right, let's get bang into the championship then, mate. What we're going to do? We're going to go through the clubs as normal, but we're also going to talk um, a little bit of news as we're going along. For some of the clubs, obviously, like Lee Bowie has come in at Birmingham, which is big, and uh, anything else as well as the games. But let's uh, let's fly through them and uh, get into it. We got uh, Wickham Wanderers first and foremost. Yeah. How did um, their week go? Um, better than normal. Um, they, they, they stopped the rot of um, five league defeats. They beat Preston at the weekend, which um, which is obviously a, f- a fantastic result for for Gareth and the boys. And uh, you know what I mean. It's nice for them to get to get some points on the board. You know what I mean? Because I've had a a bit of a torrid time, and then, uh, but the games come thick and fast. You know, I mean, two games in a week to play Barnsley, probably the, the most informed side apart from Norwich City in the Championship, and uh, and it was just probably a step too far. Uh, lost three one, but dominated. Um, Barnsley even had ten men for uh, at the end of the game, towards the end of the game, and still, still ended up scoring again. And you know what I mean? So it's it's difficult side against some sides who attack at you and um, and break at you, especially when you're at home when you're expected to go and try and attack. But listen, we can have got twenty six points this season. Uh, out of 37 games and for everyone who said that they were going to go down yes you're correct um, but I, I think they've done themselves proud and um, and Gareth won't have the, the boys giving up you know what I mean I don't see um, I don't see don't see it being um, a foregone conclusion if they can just pick maybe a couple of wins up this week you know what I mean it gives them a little bit of opportunity but I personally think it's it's probably too too little too late because the amount of goals they've let in they've let 61 goals in, which is a, a hell of a lot they'd have to um, they'd have to win a lot of games Draws wouldn't be enough, would they? Yeah, I think. For him. Um, happy birthday to Gavin Randall as well. Thirty nine. Happy birthday, Gavin. Happy birthday, Gavin. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Well, very best to you. 
Craig Iverson. Craig Good evening, evening, my friend. Well uh, the Welsh League started again, by the way. Um, Connors Key, top of the league. Congratulations, Craig. Well done. Keep going. Good effort. Uh, next up, Sheffield Wednesday in the bin. Oh, listen. I, si, we, we every Friday we talk about the same thing. Two more games gone. Two more games gone. Two more games gone. Norwich City I'm was amazed they're not game. bottom, mate. I'm well, amazed they're not bottom. Norwich was always going to be a tough game on Sunday. Um, I watched. Uh, I watched the game. I thought it was. Uh, I thought they were very good in the first half. They were. They, were, they went ahead through uh, through Jordan Rose at half time, and then second half they just. Just, I wouldn't say they give up, but they just, they just lack quality, and they, the, and they try to see the game out. You can't see the game out against a side like Norwich. You've got to go at them and get the second goal, and um, and then Huddersfield Town in midweek, same thing again. You one nil ahead through Josh Windass, and and then Callum Patterson scores an own goal, and it's, it just doesn't happen for them. And you've got to beat teams like Huddersfield at home. Huddersfield not really got a lot to play for. They're not really in a position that they're going to go down, and. Um, and one point out of out of two games is just not enough at this time of the season. You know what I mean? We, I know we, I, I harp on about this week in, week out, but they're so lucky that they didn't get those six points taken off them because they would be in dire trouble. They'd be relegated already. But they are um, they are nine points away from safety. Yes, they've got one game in hand, but they've got to win that game in hand. Um, and um, I think the appointment of Lee Boyer at Birmingham City might have put a nail in the coffin for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, they'd be damned mate, um, if it was not for that that six points. Let's be honest, um, they'd be dead and buried because they'd be level on uh, points with no, they'd be three points below. Yeah, uh, they'd be three the points Wanderers. behind. Yeah, they'd have uh, they'd have twenty, they'd have twenty three, and obviously Birmingham on thirty eight. So for me, I think they'd be down more or less down. That's the win every game. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. I feel sorry for Callum Cal Patterson, mate. Um, Riverside said there'll be some bargains if they do go down, though. And I think uh, I agree there. There's some players yeah, there, loss. mate. Job loss, job loss, all the players. None of, them, none of them will be able to stay fine. No way they can afford to pay those players no. the wages they're on. Um, next up, Wickham. They only had, sorry, Rotherham. They only had the one game against Watford. Why was their game against Coventry called off, mate? Covid again, wasn't it? <sighs> I mean, so they've got... Uh, they've got look, obviously, they got beat by... Um, uh, by Watford comfortably 4-1 they were 3-0 down very early um, they've got four games in hand you know what I mean but it's it's not a case of having the games in hand they've got to play them and they've got to fit them in how they're going to fit them in how they're going to play them the league aren't going to feel sorry for them it's going to be three games four games a week so it's going to be demands on the players is going to be massive um, and I think it's going to be a big ask for them to get out of this now with the amount of games that they've got left I think points are points are key at this time of the year yeah spot on mate I um, although if you'd given them third from bottom, still in touch with the team, fourth from bottom, with four games in hand, at this, if you'd said at this point in the season that's where they'd be, I think they would have taken it. Yeah, probably, well. yeah, possibly, possibly. If you, if, if you put the numbers out there, I think they probably would. Because they would, they'd have been expecting to be in a battle for relegation. Yeah. So to be, what? How many? How many points is there between the team between them and the team above? Uh, six. Uh, so there's six. They got four four games in hand. If they win two of those four, yeah, and maybe level, pinch yeah. a draw, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's it's a current form sign. It's a current form. You know what I mean? When yeah, Cardiff that's the worry, isn't it? When Cardiff went there and beat them, you know what I mean? They've won one out of seven, and they've lost the other six, which is worrying form. Yes, yes, indeed. Next up, Birmingham City, new manager, and he had yeah. an instant effect. Yeah, he did. Obviously, Aitor lost his job. It's not nice to see anybody lose a job. I, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm a big fan of Aitor. I watched him at Middlesbrough. He had loads of success there. And 
Um, it just didn't work out for them. He, he's notoriously a, a defensive manager who who attacks in a certain way, but doesn't let goals in. And when you get beat three 0 at home to Bristol City, you're going to lose your job. Um, I think it was a bit comical how he lost it. I'll be honest. Um, social media didn't announce it. Social media still didn't put anything on the day after. And then they appoint uh, a manager who resigned the day before, which uh, which wasn't a surprise. We obviously spoke about it a little bit with Chris on the show on Monday. Um, but normally managers come in and do an instant instant success job on the on the next game, and, and Lee was no different. You know, I mean, Jukovic scored after four minutes, which is a fantastic start against Reading, who've who've been up there all season. Um, Harley Dean scored the winner, um, and Birmingham can only do what they can do. They can only beat the teams who they're playing against them. They've got some big games coming up. You know, I mean, then their next three games are Watford, Swansea, Brentford. So, how many points are they going to get out of those three games? So, it was so important that they got um, the win against Reading because the next three are, are awful. Yes, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be tr- difficult for them, but they will have a boost from that victory. They will have a boost from the new manager, um, and also, you know, Lee Bowyer cares about Birmingham. He's got a genuine affinity with the football club. Yeah, he has. Um, and he did. Look, I know Charlton went down last year, but he did very, very well for Charlton as a manager on shoestring budget. Um, look, I wanted him to be. It's no, it's no secret. I would when they brought in Harris, and we got told what we were told. I was very happy. I wanted Lee Bowyer to be the Cardiff manager at the time because I felt he was a much better choice than. Yeah, I agree. Neil Harris. Yeah, the thing is, also, with, the, with, with the appointment and and people say that he got relegated last year, I don't think you can judge Lee Boyer on last year about what happened. You know what I mean? You, we're talking about COVID circumstances. Um, he had two players who refused to play. One of his best... Yeah, well, no, no, no secrets. Lost one of his, his best, best players. Player, his best player refused to finish the season, the last eight games. So, he scored all their goals last season. Would he have kept them up? I believe he would have done. You know what I mean? And 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 we we had this argument on the show, not an argument, but we we had the discussion on the show that we both believed he should see the season out. He was paid to play. Um, he's made he made a side he made a sideward step. There we go. And we said that, didn't we? That the points should we said at the time the points should be right. So basically, for the audio listeners, uh, Riverside is put in the chat. If Sheffield Wednesday had had their point deduction taken off from last season, Charlton would have stayed up. Now they should have had them taken off from last season because that's the season where they the, brought the rules. Yeah, and that's why it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but, the, but then the whole thing doesn't make sense, side, does it? Because they're on about last season, they're on about losing fifteen points, which would have relegated them. Charlton would have stayed up. This season they got done twelve points, so less, and then they got six back. So the whole thing's a mockery. The whole thing that yeah. the, the AFL's made a mockery of the whole system, and it's other teams, Charlton, other teams now, Wickham, Rotherham. Are getting, they're getting punished still for, for someone else's downfall. It's not fair. Yeah, and also what you've got to think, mate, is what would have punished, what would have actually been a punishment for him? Because being relegated because of the point deduction would have been a big punishment. Having it at the start of the season, even if they'd kept the deduction, was still there was a good chance they'd be able to make up the points over forty-two games or whatever it is. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the rule. I think the rule needs looking at. I'll be honest, yeah. because if you break a rule in a season, surely it's got to be taken off that season. You can't be yeah, can't be put into next season. It's ridiculous. Next up, Coventry made just the one game. Yeah, uh, I, not I, listen, a good one. Uh, no, I I fully expected them to go to Luton and get the result the way they've been playing. Um, I watched them against Middlesbrough. Obviously, Middlesbrough did did win, but I thought they were the better side. They beat Derby obviously last week, uh, and then yeah, Luton 
Luton were the better side. They bullied them a little bit. A few of the, a few of the big players came to the table. Luton haven't been 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 playing that well, but um, but obviously when Calum Fadson got sent off for the penalty, uh, it, it was an uphill climb for the for, for the second half. They were never really getting back into it. What did you think of that sending off, mate? <sighs> little of the lot, it's a red card, but I just think I just think they're getting quite soft and softer each week now. So it's uh, you know what I mean. I'd be I'd be disappointed Straight. if I was a player. Yeah, straight red. Straight red, and their hand handling on the line yeah. is. Well, let me know the lie. It's, it's it's if it if it's if it's handball and it's stopping a goal, then he's got to give it. He's got to he's got to send him. If he's given a penalty, he's got to send him off. I don't like it, but yeah, yeah. Um, if that happens, if that Reece, happens on Saturday night, you're screaming for it. Yeah, of course. So. Um, Reese makes a good point. He said, "Look at Wigan. If they went down." Um, they said the points would be taken off them the following season. If they stayed up, then the point yeah. deduction would come into effect. It just makes like no that. sense. It's um, yeah, I not like, like it at all. Uh, so next up, we've got Derby County and uh, a certain Mr Rooney. Yeah. Uh, he's struggling. Si- he's struggling. Si- no, he's struggling. Um, I said after they beat Huddersfield um, what, in February that uh, they'd be safe. and I'm starting to query what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm talking about because obviously I watched him against Cardiff City. They were dire. Uh, they haven't scored many goals since. Uh, they lost against Millwall at the weekend at home, which I fully expect them to get something from, even if it was a draw. But then when they're playing Brentford and they're, and they're, two, and they're, and they're getting beat 2 0, I fully expect them to get nothing. So then when they come back and, um, and salvage a draw, that's a fantastic point. So that point come the end of the season might be absolutely valuable, but uh, they need to pick a win up and they need to pick a win up very quickly because they need to turn it around. They play Stoke tomorrow, then they play Luton. And then, uh, and then there's a couple of tough ones with Reading and, and Norwich. So um, Wayne will know that he needs to get safe sooner rather than later, so he can then plan for next season. Because the longer you leave it, then the worry and the concern comes in, and then you become under pressure. They need to plan for next season, and the earlier they stay up, the better for the football club. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. He needs to get hold of it, and what he needs to realise quickly, if he hasn't already, and I would have thought he has, is. No club is too big to go down, no. and Derby are by no means safe. No, so totally agree. They need to be very careful. Totally um, agree. Next up is Forest. Not the best week for them either. Although no. they did have two tough games. Yeah, not not the best week, but uh, yeah, uh, two monster games. Uh, Reading at home drew one all, um, and then Norwich blew them away midweek. Which, but that's not disgrace because Norwich have blown most teams away all season. So, um, I think the. They probably would have taken two points, stayed unbeaten, but the run they were on, it was important to, to break that duck against Reading and get a point on the board. And um, They're just not scoring enough goals, side for me. You know what I mean? With the players that they've got um, to score goals, you know what I mean? You've, 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 got, yeah. the, you've got the Murrays now. Um, you know what I mean? You've still got the Lewis Grabbins. You've got your, you've got your Lyle Taylor. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, you, potentially, you've got three of the best centre-forwards in the division. And... They're not scoring enough goals, so that tells you the story that they're at the minute. They're not scoring enough goals, so they're, they're getting punished. Yeah, it's a strange one. Um, Huddersfield Town? Um, decent week, to be honest. Um, obviously, a draw midweek against Sheffield, which we spoke about, the 1-0 down through Jordan Rose. But um, they went to QPR um, and, and won 1-0, which I fully didn't expect at the weekend. And, hmm. um, probably Huddersfield would have, would have probably taken a draw, but uh, got a, a Bakuna, I think, had a... He's had a really good season uh, this season. I, I've been really impressed with him. You know what I mean? I, I think he's he's very inconsistent, but I think this season he's been uh, he's been very good and very strong. Uh, yes. Um, next up is Preston North End. They had a bloody nightmare this week, and they are yeah. struggling. 
Yeah, they had a shocking week, obviously losing to Wickham, uh, which I, I fully expected them to win. Um, One point from four. Yeah, then they went to Middlesbrough. Uh, the own goal was a, a calamity, calamity goal. It was, it was, it was awful from defender and goalkeeper, in my opinion. I think it was poor. Uh, Brown got a red card. Not a red card for me. That I didn't really feel for him. I thought, um, I thought the Middlesbrough player play could have done a little bit better, um, and uh, and and did get him sent off a little bit, but played the system, played the game, and. Um, second goal, they were all over the place. Um, uh, uh, the shot by Akpom should have scored, and Tavernier headed it in. But yeah, they, they did. They're not, they're not scoring enough goals. Si, I mean, we talk about how they're attacking players. You know, I mean, I watched the, the return fixture earlier on in the season. Sinclair ripped Middlesbrough up. Barkhausen, excellent. They've now got Chad Evans leading the line, and you know, I mean, they're just not getting what they need. You know, I mean, Paul Gallagher set pieces. You know, I mean, last season they, they relied on these kind of players, and these kind of players brought them through and give them points and, and performances this season they've been so inconsistent it's uh, it's scary well talking of uh, lack of goals and talking of we were talking about Forrest just now having the players to score goals but they're not just it's not quite happening for them next up is Blackburn and on paper they should be way up the league they should be scoring and creating much more chances than what they are yes. uh, they did fail to score again in these two games yeah, listen, um, it's a difficult one because uh, obviously Armstrong was missing. So when when you rely so much say, on one player um, and he's not playing, then it, it causes a major problem. You know what I mean? For me, they've relied too much on him all season. And when he's not playing, where your goals come from? If he is playing, you still need goals from other players. You can't rely on it all the time. You know, and that was obviously Brentford. They got beat 1 0 at home at the weekend. Ivan Tony scored a penalty. Um, and then a 0 0 draw against Bristol City. They need to do better. They've got to make sure that they're. Um, that the that the that they do better. Obviously, Bradley Dack got mm. injured um, at the weekend, and um, by social media and by what I'm reading, I think it's it's supposed to be a serious one as well. So I'm hoping it's, it's not because um, because someone who's who's missed so much football this year and last year to have us if he's got the same injury again, which is a crucial injury. If he's going to be out for another year, I'll be I'll be heartbroken for him because um, because I seen the relief when he scored that goal against Birmingham City. I seen all the love for. It players, teammates, football, world give him um, and then now again I'm seeing some stories and some comments about um, about about an injury again which would be, would be, would be gutting for him It's common though isn't it for the the other cruciate ligament to go like after it's cr- when, when recovered well, from it, one It seems to be common Si for, for the same leg to go or the other leg because there's a weakness in the, in the, in the, in the same knee obviously but the other one sometimes can, can take a weakness if the other one comes back stronger so it's such a shame because touch, touch wood I've never done it I've never had it but I've seen lads have it and have it again and it mentally finishes them you know what I mean so hopefully Bradley's mentally strong he seems like he is um, he's got a good club around him he's obviously got a lot of friends and a lot of love around him so hopefully he can come back stronger and uh, and get back on that football pitch next season and and uh, push Blackburn to a to the level which they should be at, in my opinion, I think they're underachieving. You know what I mean, Tony? I think that the, the win against Millwall um, last weekend kept him his job. Yeah, yeah, spot on, mate. Um, next up, Luton Town. Uh, a mixed week, but three points from the two. I think they would have taken when you're playing uh, Coventry and Swansea. I think they probably would have taken those three points beforehand. Yeah, I watched the I watched the Swansea game because it was early on Saturday. Um, Connor Houlihan scored after. Very early, um, it knocked Luton a little bit. They had a goal disallowed. I thought they did okay, and then obviously the beat the beat Coventry at home, which is a good result. It, it keeps them above that um, that safety line for me. You know what I mean? I think the fifty point mark will keep them keep them well safe. But they've had a fabulous season, so I can't 
I can't fault them enough. You know, what I mean, they haven't scored enough goals in my opinion. You know, what I mean, they've scored thirty goals, which is which is a probably a poor turnaround. You know, what I mean, look at Wickham has scored twenty five. So for for them to score thirty goals and be in the position they are is absolutely fantastic. You know, what I mean, which shows that well, defensively they've picked up as well. So, which is great. They could get. Yeah, they could sign a goal scorer and play the same, like have the same form they've yeah. had this year. They could be. I think right if they had, if they had someone to play with Collins up front, I think they'd I think they'd do really well. I think that they, they need someone to take the pressure off him. He scores. He scored most of their goals. He's he's been excellent. Leads the line really well. But someone to, to maybe run in behind and help him out, support him. Uh, so next up was Bristol City. Is their new manager now uh, making headway? Well, listen, he's had a great week. Uh, two away games. Two games which. I didn't think he was going to get much from, but he's got four points from. Uh, Blackburn nil nil, Birmingham three nil, Blue Birmingham away. Um, uh, Casey Palmer scored the first one. Uh, Semedo, um, and then a young player scored the scored the third one. I thought they were excellent, but Birmingham were, were all over the shop. But two clean sheets as well. You know, with Nigel being a defender, he'll 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 take pride in that. And uh, and yeah, I think it. I know. Bristol City fans will, will want to look up the table, but sometimes it's it's important just to solidify and make sure that you stay in the championship. Yeah, it uh, is it's interesting, mate. Um, still think they're underachieving, but oh, they had massively. to get this uh, this manager had to get him to pick up quickly. Um, comment from Donna there. She says, "I can't believe the season's nearly over and we haven't got to go and watch." And I know it's that's, uh, is, yeah. it's unbelievable. It's my son's birthday tomorrow, and it's his second birthday in lockdown, yeah. which is uh, worrying. Quite isn't it? yes. Quite upsetting yeah. for him, you know. He yeah. doesn't feel like it's his birthday and stuff, but yeah. it's where it is. Number two tomorrow. Um, right. Uh, next up is QPR. Um, I, they've been on a on the crest of a wave side for me, uh, which is which was surprising. I didn't did, did do as well. Breath of and, fresh air, mate. Yeah, and then the um, then they played Huddersfield and lose, which is just QPR all over. Um, and then they're going to play a better side, in my opinion, Millwall, who who picked up, done really well. Uh, and the beaten three-two was a bit of a mixed bag game. They were two-nil down at half time, and um, no substitutions. And in the turn it round, Charlie Austin got a got a goal, uh, and and got them back into it. And it's really, it must be really interesting being a QPR fan because you just don't know what you're going to get week in week out and game in game. They, they score goals, they let goals in, they win games, they lose games. It's a it's a pure mixed bag. But I think they prefer that than the season they had a couple of years ago. Because I, I remember I told you the story that um, it's probably one of the last games I've been to at the Riverside that. They were the worst team I've ever seen live for, for probably 20 years. They were terrible. They were all over the place there. Um, Steve McLaren was a manager at the time and they, were, they didn't deserve to be on the same pitch as the championship side. And Luckily for them, they stayed in the league. And, um, and, and yeah, hopefully next season they can, they, can, they can carry it on or push on. But the players who are doing well, will they be able to keep the hold of them? Because they're, they're notoriously now a selling club rather than a progressive club. Yeah, and the big boys will be looking, won't they? The big boys yeah. of the championship. Well, you look at Eze, the, Eze, Eze, Eze left last year, so, you know what I mean? I, I, I can see maybe his chair leaving as well and, and pushing on the Premier League, potentially. Yeah, or even the teams at the top of the championship, you know? Yeah, team, teams coming the down. Teams, teams who don't make the you know the automatics or the playoffs and they're looking to get that final piece to the puzzle, or yeah. teams coming down, or teams in the lower part of the Premier League. Um Next up, Stoke City, mate, and not a good week for them. No, not a good week. They were awful against Middlesbrough. Uh, they were all over the place, 2 0 down at half time. Very just, surprised by their performance. Yeah, very just lackadaisical. Listen, I've never seen a I've never seen a team keep the ball like they did. They had, they had something like 
73% possession against Middlesbrough. But possession doesn't win you a football match. You know what I mean? Getting in people's faces, set pieces, shots, crosses, the main things in football, the attributes win you games. Um, I thought against Cardiff, they set out differently. Yes, they kept the ball still, but they defended better. Um, and I thought they were probably the better side. Um, I think they were unlucky not to win it right at the end with Joel and hitting the crossbar. But I think overall, they'll be they'll be absolutely gutted with uh, with only getting one point from three and uh, from from six, sorry, and uh, and just shows how uh, how disastrous their season's been. Yes. Um, so next up is Millwall. Just before you uh, tell me a bit about that, I wanted to ask the people in the chat. Uh, we're on to Cardiff after Millwall, and I would like you guys to tell me uh, about Will Volks and do you think he was it was harsh for him to not be in the Welsh squad because uh, he said he feels hurt by it. Um, and I want to get everyone's opinion in the live chat before I put put it to Mr. Campbell. But uh, yeah, mate, Millwall, uh, a very mixed week. Three points from the two games. Yeah, mixed week. I think they'll be more disappointed with the QPR game that they were 2 0 ahead um, and they didn't, yeah, they didn't see it out. You know what I mean? That, that you've got to see games out. Um, Jed Wallace, for me, back to his best. Um, set goals up, scoring goals. He's had a really good week. But, uh, but yeah, being two up at half-time against a, a local rival and, and losing the game will uh, really upset the, the, the supporters and Gary Rowett and it'll be really disappointed because if they've got a point there or, or a couple more points, it, it, put, it keeps them in touch with Cardiff and Middlesbrough. So, you know what I mean? I think uh, I think now it's it, it's going to be a big ass. But listen, 10th in the league, if you'd have offered them 10th at this time of the season, they'd have snapped your hands off. So I think they've had a, they've had a, they've had a really good season, I think. Yes, absolutely. They would. Have. They are far too reliant on Wallace. Um, really reliant on him, which is unfortunate. But they have got a couple of uh, younger players, which I quite like the look of. So yeah. um, you know, there's there is stuff there to be positive about. Like yeah. there's been points this year where they've been pretty good, but they have gone off the boil a little bit. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, next up is Cardiff City, mate. Um, not the best of weeks by any stretch. Um, no, obviously um, the the Watford game at the weekend. Um, the longer this game was going, I could see them losing the game. You know, what I mean, they're, they're trying to win it, which is is obviously a, a trait of Mick McCarthy's. They needed to win it because um, they need the points on the board. But sometimes a, a point's better than nothing. Um, and then obviously the Stoke game. I think they learned from that and they sat back a little bit more. Whereas they probably needed to win the Stoke game more than they needed to, to, to win the Watford game. You know, in the Watford game for me was was a draw all day long. Um, uh, I think the goalkeeper's been been excellent, but he was at fault for the for the free kick. He he can't let something go through him. You know, what I mean that's one thing he can't do. Is it was he unsighted a little bit possibly, but the ball's still gone through him. He's moved and the ball's gone through him. You know, what I mean everyone makes a makes a mistake, but it, it it was the timing of it. If that happens in the first minute, he's got a chance to to get himself out of it. But when it happens in the last minute, the last kick of the game, there's no hiding place really, and it, it, it just it was a nightmare. You know, I mean, it could have been worse timing for a for a goalkeeper to make a mistake. But uh, but listen, I thought the Stoke City performance was was better, um, but still didn't do enough to win the game. I thought Kiefer Moore looked really tired. I thought some of his yeah. chances, which he had, his touch was off, his shooting was off. He, he, he does so much running sight off the ball that when he gets the ball, he just looks like he's he's gonna he's gonna keel over and and pass out and. You know what I mean for me, he needs people next to him to take the pressure off him. I mean, he needs someone to, to maybe give him a rest to, to, to do the work what he does because he's going to burn out. And if he's going to, if well, he can't afford him to burn out this time, this time of the season. What they needed was either to have Cav Glatzel who could come on for a couple of games and give him a rest, 
or they've got to play someone like Mark Harris who can just run and run and run and tell him to stay as a kind of central man to play off and and maybe ease off the running a little bit. But yeah. they got rid of Glatzel and I don't see Cardiff telling him to do that. So it's a problem, mate, because yeah. they're coming uh, into part of the season where they need his goals more than ever. Yeah, it's not Kiefer's fault as well, Si, because... You, no, listen, of course not. The, the, listen, the amount of work that, that, that man does on a football pitch is, is extraordinary. I've never seen a centre-forward work as hard as he does. You know what I mean? He's, his, his willingness to run, his enthusiasm, his closing down. But, you know what I mean? I, I, that, that, that's very disrespectful, by the way. You know what I mean? If that, if that has yeah, been they, said... If that, I think if, that was on... That, I would imagine that, it was on the like the soccer Saturday if that, panel If that has things. been said, that's extremely disrespectful because you're on about... Uh, you, you know what I mean? You telling me whoever said it. I don't know who was doing the game, but um, if you telling me that that uh, uh, Paul Merson, uh, Michael Dawson, uh, whoever whoever does the games at the minute is is not had a bad touch in their career, had a bad game. Yeah. All been there. Yeah, it's true, mate. Um, on the Volks thing, being left out of the Cardiff squad, uh, the Wales squad. Um, he hasn't been in the squad for the last couple because, for some reason. Uh, Page doesn't seem to fancy him I would love to know who's picking the squad at the moment, if it's Giggs who's on a break or is it Page because Volks as Craig has said there, Volks was, should be in the Wales squad but he, he was part of the new midfield was one of the very big pluses um, Him play, he's been very good for Wales I don't really understand it Page doesn't seem to fancy him Um what do you feel like he? Should, I feel like he's been good enough for Cardiff that he should be ahead of the likes of Norrington Davis and Morel, like James Costey has said there. Uh, first and foremost, I, I, I still believe that that Ryan Giggs is picking the team and the squad. I think I think Page is just a front man to do the interviews whilst somebody else is doing everything from behind the scenes. Ryan's not obviously allowed to front things because of what's going on, but he's definitely picking that squad. He's definitely picking the team. I think it's uh, I think it's wrong that he's not in the team. I think I think he gives he gives Wales. I would give Wales that little bit of bite, little bit of extra that Cardiff City get. You know what I mean with his long throw, with his set pieces, with with the quality and the difference that he can. Listen, Wales have had it over the years. You know what I mean? They had it when Leggy played. Um, they had it when Gareth Bale's when Gareth Bale in the Euros. You know what I mean with Ashley Williams that the they notoriously went long in in certain times of the game with set pieces with other things. And I just think they need somebody like him to change the game. He gives you something different. And, and I'm not saying that just because he's a Cardiff City player. If he was playing for Rotherham, I'd still be saying the same thing because he's yeah. effective. He's good at what he does. He's playing week in, week out. You can't use it as an excuse now that he's not playing, he's not, getting, he's not, he's not playing enough minutes. He's not, he's not match fit. Well, he is. He's, playing more than, he's played more than anybody. So he, he deserves his opportunity. But the other side, I don't think he's done himself any favours by coming out and saying he's disappointed because... You know what I mean? It's not going to help. But I can understand it as well. Um, So there's a few questions I'm going to come back to um, uh, just once we've got through the the games and stuff. Um, But yeah, this uh, this is an interesting, interesting decisions. Cardiff have stuttered a little bit. I think it's fair to say over the last three games. Yeah. But you're going into a a game tomorrow, Si. Um, Form goes out the window. Performances, recent performances go out the window. It's about one game and one game only. Go and win that game and kickstart your season. Yeah, Cardiff haven't got the best uh, 
what's the word? Um, not reputation, but like for some reason the Swansea games, particularly in the recent times, just Track record. they don't. Yeah, they just don't seem to be able to get themselves yeah. mentally up right for it. Yeah, yeah motivated or or just uh, just right for it. It's just seeing Leslie if he put who said it about. Uh, Oh, it was the guy at the ground for Sky, he said. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's not a very good comment, I've got to be honest. Uh, odds on a Swan and Sea penalty. Well, I think uh, it's nailed on. Pretty, nailed on, pretty isn't it? nailed on, isn't it? Nailed on. Um, OK, we'll come back to the Cardiff Swansea stuff and some of the Welsh stuff um, at the end of the show. But um, plenty to talk about. Next up was the Mighty Borough, mate, and uh, quite the week for them. Yeah, good week. Um, well, amazing week, really. Um, two wins, five goals, zero, zero goals against. Um, Blue Stoke away. Um, I think they got a little bit fortunate against Preston with the way that the first goal went in and the red card. Uh, but listen, you can only beat what's in front of you. And that's what happened against Preston. And that's the job that you can do. They play Millwall tomorrow. It'll be a different game. You don't know which Millwall is going to turn up. Um, Jed Wallace, you've got to keep people like him quiet. Uh, you know, I mean, the Den's not a... Not an easy place to go to. Middlesbrough got a decent record there, to be fair. Uh, so, fingers crossed they can carry it on. But listen, I've said all, all season, Middlesbrough Football Club have had an absolutely phenomenal season. Do I, do I want them to go up? Of course I do as a football fan as next player. Do I think they're ready to go up? No. I think it could be harmful, more harmful than good if they do, if they do go up and get in the playoffs. Um, you know what I mean? I think it'll take a, a massive uh, blow up from, from, from Reading. Um, for them not to go up because I can't see Barnsley I can't see him catching Barnsley for example um, and, and then you've got Bournemouth as well who are ahead of him anyway and you've still got Bournemouth to play in a couple of weeks so it's uh, it's going to be interesting it's still alive they've still got an opportunity but um, I'm delighted with the season if the season finished today and Middlesbrough finished eight I'd be so proud as, as a Middlesbrough fan it'd be scary I think they've had a phenomenal season yeah it's been uh, impressive mate I still fancy them to pinch a uh pinch a, at least a, some sort of maybe a playoff place finish sixth not necessarily to you know to win the playoffs but I oh, middles, it's Middlesbrough all over so if they get the playoffs and finish sixth on the last day they'll go up it's them all over <laughs> them all over um, next up Bournemouth mate uh, mixed, very mixed bag listen yeah, they, they played against down, they? played against Barnsley um, I fully expected them to win Uh First mm. half was a, was a, was an interesting one. One 0 down after sixteen minutes, and then two one up by half time, and then I, I fully expected them just to just to roll them over and, and finish off. And um, Barnsley were absolutely fantastic um, going forward, creating chances second half. The blue bar, blue Bournemouth out the water, you know what I mean? With with, the, with shots on goal, with with everything, and uh, and Barnsley fully deserved the, the victory. And then you you go into a into a tougher game against a, a better side, better footballing team. And um, Swansea City, and um, and just and give them a bit of their own medicine, really. And um, and Jonathan Woodgate got the, the best out of his team, and and, and he's given them that, that opportunity now to um, to carry on and, and, and kickstart the season because they've got to be a little bit more consistent side as well because they're not playing this weekend. Um, well, they are, but they're in the FA Cup, so teams can catch up on them, but they can't catch up on other teams. So they've got games in hand. The next time they play is at home in Middlesbrough, um, obviously next month. So it's. Uh, I think they'll, they'll, they can enjoy the game tomorrow against a local down in the FA Cup, but their their most important games are the, are the is the, uh, is the is the championship and getting in the playoffs because Bournemouth have got to go up this year with the squad they've got. They cannot afford to miss out no. on the uh, no. 
playoffs, it would be if they miss out on the playoffs, then the, the manager, the manager's got to go, and the players will, will all leave as well. Because where do they go from there? Indeed, Brett. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, next up, Reading. Mixed bag, poor. only the one yeah. point. Yeah, poor week from Reading's point of view. Obviously, they won the, won the three previous games. Uh, Drew and Nottingham Forest, which is not a bad result away from home against a, a rejuvenated side. Um, but then, obviously, Birmingham City away. You probably expect, even new manager or no new manager, you still expect to go and win that game. You, you go 1-0 down early. Um Obviously, new manager comes in, changes things a little bit, but then they get level through meter just before half time, and and then lose the game later on. Um, towards the end, and they'll be disappointed, but they they've got to get back on. They can't afford to, uh, to to blow this side. You know, I mean, they've been in the playoffs or in the in the top six all season. The only side who's been in there all season. So I'd be I'd be gutted for for Reading for Michael Morrison, obviously one of our guests. It was it was amazing when he came on the show. Um, if they didn't get in the playoffs, but they've got QPR. Um, this week end uh, and then they play Barnes and then they play Derby so they've got three games which I think they'll probably look to get at least six points if not seven from yes indeed mate oh sorry um, who we got next Barnsley oh, Barnsley on fire mate Jeez. wow can't believe it I'll be, on, I'll be honest if there's if there's one team who I would not want to play against at the minute it's Barnsley you know what I mean they go to Two away games, two tough get away games for two various reasons. You go to Bournemouth, which on paper is probably the hardest game of the season, apart from Norwich. Um, beat them three two, three great goals. Um, uh, and then they got a, then they got a Wickham side full of confidence going, and just blow them out of the water as well. So absolutely brilliant. You know, I mean, six point six goals in a week. Um, they moved ahead into fifth position. Uh, you know, what I mean, is, is it a little bit too late to, to look at automatic? You know, what I mean, they're what eight points behind. I wouldn't like to write them off the way they're playing. I'll be honest, but can they keep? Yeah, so that was can, that was the question I was going to ask you later. Was do you think Barnsley could make the automatic play uh, automatic and finish second? <sighs> is it is it possible? Is it possible? Right. Let me uh, let me give you let me tell you why I think it's possible. Um, I think it's possible because of the fixes they've got left. They play Sheffield Wednesday at home, Reading at home, mm. Luton away, Middlesbrough at home, Coventry away, Huddersfield away. Rotherham at home, Preston away, and they finish off with Norwich at home. That's why I think it's possible, because Mate. most of those games are against teams in the bottom half with nothing they to play win. for. That's why. That's why I think Barnsley could be a team who could go up automatically if they if they can pick the points up, which they should do from this position and the way they're playing. Yes, football's not Mate. that easy, but I might have a little tink- tinkle on that. I might they've given themselves. They've given themselves an opportunity, Si. But then, mm. if they get in the playoffs, would you want to play them in the playoffs? The way they, the way they attack, the no. way they score goals, the way they create chances. So it's either way, so many chances. Either way, I think it's uh, it's 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 an amazing time being a Barnsley fan right now. Yeah, mid. If I if I was a betting man, I'd have a few quid on Barnsley to go up automatic, hundred percent. Because I think you could probably still get quite good odds on that now. Uh, at the moment, if they win again tomorrow, it'll go down again. So yeah, it just gets turned away. Be interesting. All the time, Someone finds out is, the odds on that. This is where the this is where the pressure on Bournemouth comes out as well because obviously they're not playing. If Barnsley win again, there's another three points. Yes, you've got a game in hand, but games in hand mean nothing at the minute. Yeah, it's um, it's a weird one, mate. It really is. I um, I just I got a feeling they're going to do something. Um, 
Lorna, we'll come back to your question about uh, Neil Warnock's fine uh, just after we finish these last couple of clubs. I've made a note of some of the questions which have been coming in. So um, keep sending them and we'll get to them in just a second. Next up, Brentford, mate. Um, Ivan, Tony back on, Ivan Tony back on form. Um, four points out of six. I think at this stage of the season, so it's about getting results. I'd be disappointed they didn't, yeah. get, they didn't get the three against Derby, but um, Derby need the points as well. Um, Steady shipping Tony's little got, bit, Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they had a bit of a bad time, like like all clubs do. Um, it's some 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 time of the season. It was always going to happen, but they're still in that in a still with a chance of um, of getting top two. You know, what I mean? they've got a game in Andover Watford. Uh, the five points behind. If they win that game and it, it, it goes to two, um, obviously there could be there could be a, or the the will be ahead of Swansea come tomorrow if they win because Swansea will lose. So it's um, it's uh, it's still an interesting end to the season. Indeed, mate. Next up is Swansea. You mentioned um, how's their week been? Um, average, I'd say. I think uh, they beat Luton Town away. I think we were expecting to win. I thought they were they, were, they, were, they started off well. Obviously, Conor Hulahan got the goal. Um, and then they sat back a little bit, and, and Luton were unlucky not to not to get something uh, at, at stages of the game. Uh, but against Bournemouth, they, they didn't play great. Uh, and I hope that they, they turn up tomorrow with a similar mindset and a similar performance level. Because if they do, they'll be in for a very tough afternoon or evening if it's uh, half past five. But uh, but yeah, they'll be bang up for it tomorrow. Um, they need the points. You know what I mean? Yes, Cardiff need the points, but both teams need the points. That's why it's a, it's going to be a, an exciting game, and I know we're going to talk about it soon. But uh, but Swansea need the points. Of, it's not enough time uh, at the minute to uh, to to have bad performances and bad results at this at this stage of the season, especially with Watford and Norwich winning games as well. You can't afford to to fall too far behind them. Yes. Um, so Leslie and Gavin said Barnsley are nine to two to be promoted, but Craig says they're sixty six to one on Sky Sport or Sky Bet. Is that to, to get, get promoted? Probably, probably to, get to win probably the league. The, probably to go in the top two, I'd say. Probably to go I'd in the top go, two. I'd take sixty six to one to get in the top two, mate. Hundred percent. Because nine to two is playoffs as well, isn't it? Yeah, I'd take sixty six to one to finish in the top two. I think that would chuck a few quid on that. It's worth it. Uh, for a bit of fun. Um, next up, Watford, mate. Um, quite, quite the week for them again. Yeah, yeah, fabulous. Listen, I think it, it all started against Cardiff City with that last-minute winner. Um, I think they probably did, did edge the game against Cardiff, but the player Rotherham in midweek absolutely frightening attacking display, blew them away. Um, they won the last four games. Uh, they play Birmingham City tomorrow, then Sheffield Wednesday at home. Uh, so for me, another six points should come. Keep the pressure on uh, on Norwich City, but. For me, just cementing that second place is more important to Watford. They want to get promoted. I don't think they'll care if they finish second or, or first. They, they want to get back to the Premier League. and The way they're playing, yes, they've played one more game than, than Swansea and Brentford, but Swansea have got a tough game tomorrow um, at the minute. So Watford, will, Watford could be, a, could be in, a, in a good place come, uh, come five o'clock tomorrow. Yes, indeed. They could, mate. I've um, been impressed with them last probably six to eight weeks they've been very very impressive and uh, they'll be tough to beat now in the come in because the, they're experienced aren't they at the, this level and and uh, going into these big games so you'd yeah. expect them to be bang right up there yeah totally um, and then lastly we've got Norwich you were ten points clear starting to run away with it my friend yeah uh, listen nine wins on the bounce you know what I mean and they haven't really Battered any teams, you know what I mean? They just do enough to win games. Um, 
Sheffield Wednesday, 1 0 behind. They beat them 2 1. Nottingham Forest away, they win 2 0. They just do enough. You know what I mean? Listen, they've got the best centre forward in the, in the Championship. Pookie's just a man possessed. He scores every every game. He misses chances every game. But you know, when you've got somebody that, of that calibre, of that experience, uh, with 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 the knowledge of how to hit the net on a regular basis, and you've got defence of Ben Gibson, um, and I think is it is it Hanley as well, um, ex Blackburn Rovers. You know, I mean, and Tim Cruel in goal. You've mm. got a chance to get promoted. Listen, you've got the best. You've got the. Mm. Oh, you've got the. You've got the best spine in the in the in the championship. So for me, league tables certainly don't lie. And um, yeah, what do what what do they probably need? Another another five wins, maybe to to get automatic to get automatic promotion. Yeah. What they've got in this is a striker who just is prolific yeah. and hasn't really had like a a spell all season where he's struggled to score. He's just been scoring and scoring and scoring. So, yeah, I'd uh, I'd certainly take certainly take Norwich to win the league soon. I just yeah. think that they just look too good. Um, okay, so uh, let's go to two up, two down, and then we'll go to those questions that we've got. Um, let's go with the downs first, mate. Who you got? Uh, I've gone for um, Stoke City's. Defence, um, Stoke City's all-around performance against Middlesbrough I thought was absolutely diabolical. Um, I, I just can't understand how, how inconsistent they are. Um, and it must be really worrying for um, for supporters, for manager, because I thought they were turning things around under Michael O'Neill. I thought they would have gone on to another level. I thought they would be kicking around the playoffs and, and pushing towards automatic promotion. It just hasn't materialised and they couldn't be any further away. 41 goals for... 42 goals against it just shows that's why they're mid-table because the evens are out and it, doesn't, it shouldn't be the squad that they've got on paper yes I just um, I've gone for my first down um, I went for Millwall two up half time losing 3-2 to QPR self-explanatory isn't it yep. it's, um, they should be doing better yep. like you said earlier it's, uh, it's one of them Got to take it, it on the chin. Happen. Yeah, it shouldn't, shouldn't happen. happen but. Yeah. Uh, who's your second down? And let us know in the chat also, guys, who um, who your ups and downs are for the week. I've gone for Jordan Story's own goal for Preston. Um, I thought it was uh, it was a bit of a, a bit calamity. Um, something that shouldn't really happen. You know, I mean, go and slice a ball as a, as a defender and just run for the goalkeeper and goes in. It, it didn't give him an opportunity to to progress on. Um, so yeah, he uh, he gets my my second down. Yeah, I um, I've gone for Cardiff. Just overall, I felt they looked last three games. I felt they've looked a little bit disjointed and a little bit tired, and it's difficult. And the downs are always more difficult. And I don't think they've necessarily been bad. Mm. I think it's more they've been so good, yeah. And then all of a sudden, they've just looked a little bit disjointed and tired. Maybe they need to rotate it in a bit, get some youth in there. Or they've also got a few injuries, which I think is difficult. But um, yeah, and I think that says more about the high standards that McCarthy set. No, totally I'm agree. so dis, I'm yeah, so totally disappointed agree. with the last few games. Yeah. But yeah, they was uh, they were mine. Uh, who's your first up? I've got I've got I've got three. So I've got a bonus one. So I'm going to start with my bonus oh. one. So I'm going to start with um, with Bradley Duck. So obviously the love for Bradley and um, and wanting him to get a um, a bit of positivity from the show to get better and and uh, and and hopefully read an invitation to come on the show and 
um, and we will give him all the love he needs. But uh, but no, my first up is Jed Wallace. I think Jed is back to his best. He glides past players. Say, I'm, I'm, I said last season, I'm surprised they kept him in the summer. Um, still there. Um, I don't know his contact situation, but I'd be surprised if he stays there at the end of the season because he's consistent. Yes, he might not be ready for the Premier League, but for me, he's ready to step up to a, a side who's kicking on towards the uh, top end of the playoffs, if not, if not promotion. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Um, I've gone for Corley Woodrow of Barnsley. Uh, been a, a trooper for them for the last couple of years, but yeah. um, just scoring goals for fun. Very much the linchpin and the, yeah, the leader of that team. Yeah, he, he closes down up from the top, and everything about him is everything they try to do and trying to do. Um, big fan. And uh, he's exceptional again. Grabbed another goal or two. Great shout. Superb. Yeah, Who's great your second up? Uh, my final uh, up is Lee Boyer. Uh, I think he's got to give credit for, uh, for going and putting himself in a job, uh, which is obviously high pressure. Uh, the, they were sinking ship. Uh, he won his first game, so you can only give him credit for that. And, um, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, uh, how things progress for Lee. But, yeah, great first game against a, a tough side of Reading. 2-1 uh, victory. So, yeah, Lee Boyer. Yeah, I was uh, caught between Bowyer and I actually went for his skipper, Harley Dean. Uh, scored a phenomenal header from about 12 yards out to win the game on Wednesday or Tuesday. And um, just had a very good week for uh, for Birmingham. Just very, yeah. very good. So uh, I went for him. Change it up a little bit. Hasn't uh, we? Haven't I haven't given one to him. I don't think in the past. Yeah. So we've we'll no. gone with him. Gresham. Right. Um, so let's have a look at some of the ups and downs from the chat quickly. Uh, so we got uh, Geraint Cole says Phillips flapping at that free kick. Yeah, look, it was a mistake, but he's done enough recently to allow him a mistake. And also, the power on the free kick meant that even if he didn't flap, it might have still gone through him. So I'm willing to overlook it, forgive him, but... As long as he keeps a clean sheet tomorrow, I'll forgive him. Yeah. Deal. Donna says her down is the end of Cardiff's winning run. Uh, Leslie says this down is the the keeper's face in the the boot down the keeper's face in the Rangers game. Um, Gary Cole says his next down is his glass of red wine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Reese says, "I'm really." Much meal. Yeah, Reese says he's really interested to see how Mick McCarthy operates in the transfer market come the summer. We know the board like to do their own thing when it comes to signing players. Well, he's on that transfer committee, so mm. technically, he should have a say. Um, the curse of the manager of the month every single time, and yeah, it did. It, he had Mick McCarthy had manager of the month, and Cardiff have stuttered. So it does uh, seem right. Cover some of the questions I saved from earlier. Um, I asked you about Barnsley for the autos. Uh, James Costley asked, uh, "Could Kadeem Harris come back to Cardiff if Sheffield Wednesday go down?" Um, he, he possibly could, but I think as a, as a, as a player, um, sometimes making a, a fresh start instead of going back somewhere where you know, I mean, will he play? That's the 
that's the thing. You know what I mean? It, it, for me, his next move is an important one. He, he's playing regular at Sheffield Wednesday side. What? You know what I mean? He needs to go. His next move is going to be important that he's going to go somewhere to play. Um, will he be behind Josh Murphy? You know what I mean? Is he McCarthy's type of player? You know what I mean? Sometimes it's 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 about players' development, and you know what I mean. Sometimes it's not always a good move for the player to um, to go back to a, a, a old club. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Gavin says his up was Pookie. Um, yeah, I I just not sure. I I thought he got a raw deal at Cardiff. He thought he's been a pretty good for Sheffield Wednesday. I thought he was exceptional last year. Yeah. Um, like you say, going back doesn't always mean good, no. um, but we'll see. I guess it wouldn't be the worst signing in the world because Cardiff could do with a bit of pace on those wings. Uh, Lorna asked uh, or mentioned Lee, uh, Joe Ledley signing for Newport. What do you think? Oh, of fant- that? fantastic! Think, uh, yeah, I messaged. Player, uh, yeah, I messaged Joe and just said uh, congratulations and really pleased that he's carrying on his football career and, and playing as long as he can. And, and for for Newport, they've got an absolute world class signing. You know what I mean? Because for, at that level, they've, uh, especially with the position they're in, you know, I, mean, I know we spoke about um, um, Kev Ellison about uh, experienced players, and you can't beat that experience to, to 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 filter through the changing room, to pass on to other players, and George just to just to sit in midfield and and, and spray balls around and, and kill games when he needs to, and um, you know what I mean. I'll be um, I'll be hopefully celebrating and, and uh, sending Joe a well done message when he when he scores a winning goal at Wembley again for in this time in the playoff final. Do you mention anything else to him in this message? Uh, I might have done. I just wondered. Uh, Riverside said earlier, um, how long does Giggs get before the allegations mean that he loses his job? Uh, if he's like found how guilty, long can they just... If he's found guilty, he's got to lose it. If he's found guilty, he's got to lose his job. If he's, if he's under investigation now... Is there a court date set? I don't know. I'm sorry, but if they've... If they've Put him on guard and leave, or whatever you want to call it. Now, and, and there's no, um, there's no outcome. Then, if he's guilty, then surely he's going to lose his job. So often in these cases, the allegation is withdrawn, and and that I just think leaves a cloud in itself. Um, it, it's, 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 it's it's undisclosed, and nobody ever knows the uh, the real outcome, which is disappointing. Yeah, I um, it be a shame for him from a purely football point of view now. It would be a shame for him if his Wales career, his Wales managerial career, ends through something non-football, because I think he had a difficulty winning the fans round to start with, and I think he's done that. He's qualified in his own right, playing his own style of football, which wasn't, you know, Chris Coleman's way. He's brought in his own players and he's changed the tactics. Um, Brilliant enough, similar to Coleman when Coleman took over from Speed. First of all, he tried to carry on playing Gary Speed's way and struggled. And it was only when he played his own tactics and brought in his own players that he succeeded. And I think Giggs kind of did that as well. He tried to keep on Chris Coleman's good work. Didn't really work for him. And then when he went to his own thing, it kind of worked better. But, yeah, you know, from the other point of view, if he's guilty, then... He deserves yeah. to be fired, and yeah, yeah. I got no time for that sort of shit ch- at all. Like, um, it's a big no-no for me. So I'd have a real problem with it if they didn't sack him, and he was found guilty. I'd have a massive issue with it. So, there, you know, it is what it is at the moment, I guess. But I don't think it can be never-ending. And like with COVID and things, things are getting delayed and delayed and delayed. I believe that there's got to be 
from the Welsh FA, not publicly, but like privately, they must have a cut-off date in mind. Like they can't just like what happens if this is not settled by the Euros? Yeah. Well, well, they've got to. Like, the, 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 the must, the must does he know, stay away from the Euros? Yeah, they must. They must know. There's got to be a. There's got to be a means to an end. There's got to be a. Got to be a, an end point. Yeah. Like, well, there's a question for you. If if this isn't settled by the Euros because it gets delayed because of COVID, can Ryan Giggs be the manager of Wales at the Euros? No. They got a problem then, haven't they? Do oh, they huge, have to replace him? Because like uh, permanently uh, then. Well, 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 do they have to replace him now? You know, I mean, they've set the president, and the president is he can't manage whilst this is over his head. So it doesn't matter if it's next month, next year, two years down the line. The Welsh FA have decided to do what they've done now. They can't change the goalpost in six months' time and say he's all right to manage now. They can't do it. Yeah. They, 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 it would make a mockery of why, they, why they've suspended him, put him on garden leave, took him out of there. It, it makes a mockery of the whole situation. Yeah, for me, it would look, he'd look, I think we would look stupid if we go into the Euros with a what is it like caretaker manager or yeah, assistant like manager a suspended, in charge with a, with a suspended manager it would be stupid, a joke yeah. um, Lorna asked what do you think of Neil Warnock getting a fine uh, uh, for his it's, comments um, it's, it's, do you know it's, what the comments were because I can go back it, to was, it was a Swansea one um, listen it's, it's difficult uh, because I know obviously the situation what happened in the game but when you come on to, you know exactly what you what you what you're saying and why you're saying. And when he when he comes out with his comments, and Neil's quite honest that I know I'm going to get a fine for this. Then you're taking on the chin, aren't you? You know what I mean? It's, it's it is what it is. Neil speaks his truth. Um, he's he's heart in his sleeve. Where's his heart in his sleeve? So for me, it's a it is what it is. Just just take it on the chin and just move on. It's a fine because he said things about the referee personally about the referee. Yeah, I um, yeah, I it's. A, pet peeve of mine mate that is like if you're not if you're going to find managers for giving their opinion of the referee or the game or whatever don't have the managers do the post-match interviews just do the press conference afterwards give them half hour to calm down because otherwise it is you set up to fail like you're setting these people up just to find them because you're asking them in the heat of the moment so they either are allowed to give an honest opinion as long as they're not, you know, swearing or being abusive or racist or, you know, whatever it may be. As long as they are putting their point across in a rash, you know, a polite way, if you like, without swearing or whatever, then let them do it. Yeah. If you're not, then don't bother having those stupid interviews. Um, okay, let's have a look. Cardiff versus Swansea, mate. We had loads of questions today, so... Um, we're running a bit late. Cardiff versus Swansea tomorrow. Uh, Leslie, me and Gandhi will give Cardiff and Borough predictions after this, mate, before we finish. Um, go on then, mate. T t talk to me about the Cardiff-Swansea game. Uh, listen, it's uh, it's a game which uh, obviously notorious. It's it's, a, it's going to be a passionate game. It's about results. Results, results, results tomorrow. Don't think about performance, you know what I mean? That you, you stay in the game as long as you can. If you're ahead, you're hanging in there as long as you can. You you put the effort in, you, you, you're determined. Um, it, it, tactics go out, out the window as well. It's about getting the result. Swansea, um, for me, they've the, 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 the got the tactics right against Cardiff. Hopefully Cardiff have learned from, from, the, from the previous game and, and let's move on, you know what I mean? Get the results and, and get out there because, for me, Cardiff won't get promoted if they win tomorrow. They won't not get in the playoffs if they lose tomorrow. But it goes a long way. Cardiff lose tomorrow, 
Um, it's. Um, I think it'll be doubtful that we'll get in the playoffs, but a positive result will just pushes them that little bit further. Remember, Bournemouth aren't playing, so they can claw some points back on and put the pressure back on Bournemouth. And tomorrow's game is is vital because they're playing after everybody else. So, for example, Middlesbrough are playing at three o'clock. Uh, Bournemouth aren't playing. Reading are playing at three o'clock. Barnsley are playing at three o'clock. So you, you know exactly what you need to do. So I think that's helped. That's, that's going to help Cardiff City. I don't think it'll put more pressure on because they're, they're in a position anywhere which they're, they're playing catch up anywhere. They'll know exactly. They could give them a boost. A few bad results from teams above them could give them a boost for tomorrow going into the game. But they need to be careful of uh, of Law because I thought Law was fantastic in the first game. I think he's scoring goals. He's he's their danger man for me. Yes, IU is the biggest name centre forward wise, but for me, Law was their best centre forward. Um, he's got good mobility. He's, he's he's a bit cocky. He's a bit arrogant in a good way football wise. And uh, Conor Houlihan can unlock a door a little bit like Lee, Lee, Lee Tomlin can for Cardiff. Obviously, Lee won't be playing tomorrow, uh, I don't believe. Uh, but yeah, keep Houlihan quiet, keep Law quiet, and I think you'll get a positive result. Yeah, but yeah, I agree with that, mate. Um, interesting, Swansea signed uh, Kabanga for a, a new contract. I think that's a great bit of business, by the way. Yeah. Um, look, Cardiff have got to win tomorrow. There's no, I don't think a draw is a good enough result. Um, but most of all, if we lose three nil, but those players look like they care and they try, yes, I'll be you know upset and I'll be disappointed, but they've got to show that they give, they care because the last uh, couple of derby games I've really felt quite insulted by their performance, like collectively, um, just their attitude and general overall. Uh, stuff, but Swansea have got a lot of good players. But Cardiff have been on in good form bar the last couple of games. Mick McCarthy is solid defensively, tactically, he's very good. So, I think Cardiff are capable of winning the football match, especially if they need Harry Wilson to turn up to supply Kiefer Moore. Because, like you mentioned, they haven't not going to have Lee, Lee Tomlin on the bench to do something special. No, it's uh, it's difficult. It's Look, Cardiff have to win, but it is only one game. They could lose and then also go and still make the playoffs. But psychologically, if they if those players don't turn up for another derby and Swansea walk all over them, well, regardless of the score, like just during the game they walk all over them, then I think that's a big problem for Cardiff psychologically going forward against Swansea because they have not turned up for the majority of the derbies in recent memory. Um Here's a question. Here's a question for you, Sai. Go on. And for everyone else who's uh, who's watching watching the game. So, would you take a uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Would you take a four nil defeat tomorrow mm-hmm. and win the last eight games of the season? Oh God, yeah. God, gotcha. all day long, all day long. So. Because, mate, here's the thing for me, from just for me personally. I don't care about Swansea. I care about Cardiff. I really they don't matter to me so that's just my opinion and I know like there's straight away people, people, few people yep. have said no yep. like is or is like I'd rather Cardiff succeed and Swansea not succeed of course but I'm not, I, I, my, my, mine's, mine's irrelevant mine's irrelevant Swansea doesn't come into it you know what I mean for me tomorrow yeah that's what it yes, is for me as well it's, a, it's an important game but 
Cardiff against Nottingham Forest is just as important. Yes, there's no rivalry involved, but there's still points at, points at stake. You know what I mean? It's about it's about Cardiff City achieving promotion and getting in the playoffs. That can't happen unless they win. I'd probably say seven out of the last nine games. Well, what's my maths is shocking. What's eight times three? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Cardiff get twenty-four points from the rest of the season. What are they? They would have a very good chance of being. Yeah, that, that puts them on top. 70, 79. That puts them on seventy-nine. They wouldn't be far off top two. Probably would just miss out on top two. But yeah. do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Swansea. I yeah, of course I dislike them, and I got a, my hatred from has kind of waned with age. Like if you'd asked me that question in my twenties, I'd have been like, I would have said no. But as I've got older, they just don't matter to me. So I'm more. Well, that's, that's the thing as well. You know, I mean, listen, I, I, I would to love, me. I would love to win the game tomorrow four 0 um, Yeah, of course. But then, but then, if we if we don't get in the playoffs, that game becomes it's irrelevant. You know what I mean? We'll be we'll be on this show saying again. Um, the Cardiff have underachieved a little bit towards the end of the season. You know what I mean? It's for me, the, the holy grail is about. That's a cracking stat, by the way. There, that is in history. No, no, no side has done the double in the South Wales derby. I always, I always saying that. I always saying that. Come tomorrow night, then at seven o'clock, and then yeah. Yeah, happy days. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is, mate. I um, just, well, I just want those players to turn up because they haven't against Swansea recently, and yeah. the last couple of games. The last cup, last season and this season, in the first game of the first South Wales derby of the season, I was really upset by the way Cardiff City's players performed. Not yeah. from a quality point of view, but from a attitude point of view. Um, yeah. Right, guys and girls, I thank you all for joining us. It's been a, it's been a bit of a longer one. Um, both me and Andy both need the loo, um, and. Um, we were due to have Super Kevin scripted tonight straight after this. Unfortunately, Kev's not very well, um, so we're going to have to put that off. But um, I have a new show out on Sunday, which is My Story 2, with uh, football agent Jess Bent of Black Diamond Sports, which is a really interesting show. Um, telling her story, talking about some life experiences. It's really interesting stuff. Um, and if you missed episode one, was out last week with uh, Forest fan and author uh, Gary Clark. Uh, who talked about uh, his issues with football violence when he was younger, uh, which ended with him in prison and then turning his life around to where he is today, a successful author, among other things. Uh, another great interview, great, uh, very interesting stuff. And we'll be back on Monday. It's a family affair because we're joined by none other than Neil Campbell, Andy's brother. It's going to be a belter. I am going to put the screws to these two on Monday I want to hear some dirt I want to hear some gossip I want to hear the worst of the worst it is what it is but um, it's going to be a belter guys as ever it's our pleasure and we really appreciate all your questions loads of questions tonight as well comments, everything, spread the word come on the bluebirds my mummy and daddy have been talking about life insurance it sounds like something to protect my brother and me, but I don't really understand. Then my Auntie Louise told Mummy about Bespoke Financial Teesside. She said they're a local company who helped her with her life insurance. Mummy got in touch and because they're based locally, a man called Darren was able to come to our house. He was really friendly. 
Darren stayed for a cup of tea and made it all really easy to understand. He said that life insurance will protect our home and family if anything bad were to happen. Like if mummy or daddy got sick, then we'd get enough money to take care of us and our house would be paid for so we wouldn't get taken away. After an hour, Darren said goodbye and mummy and daddy seemed a lot happier. Once it was all sorted, we could all relax and watch a film together as a family. I don't know why they didn't do it sooner. I belong, I belong to you. I belong, I belong to you. Do just what you Network.